0: The strong economic data from the U.S., a mixed bag of corporate results, tensions in the Middle East, the upcoming Federal Reserve decision this week, the falling oil prices, the sell-off that we see in the equity markets, and rising gold. So we have a lot, but a lot to talk about at the start of a fresh and probably a busy, busy week for investors. So welcome to the new week of trading with Swiss Codes daily market talk. So if you were expecting to see Americans spend less, well, you were certainly disappointed and once again very much surprised to see the eye-popping growth numbers that were released in the US because even though we know that the US household savings have been melting big time, leaving the Americans with well somehow less money to spend on stuff, well, they actually continue spending Spending big time and that spending from households helps the U.S. economy continue to run hot. I mean, when I say hot, it's hot, hot. Because the U.S. economy grew 4.9% in the third quarter. It's well above the long-term trend, which stands around the 2% level. And it's needless to say that we are still far, far from recession levels the durable goods orders in the u.s rose nearly five percent in september on the inflation front while well, the federal reserve's favorite inflation gauge which is the P.C. index came in higher than expected because the co-pce jumped to the highest level since may this year as personal spending in the u.s jumped 0.7 percent during the same month which was also higher than expected by analysts now the only thing that did not increase was personal income. So the US Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen thinks that the latest growth numbers in the US are not sustainable, really, and but that strong economic data and not the worsening fiscal outlook is, according to her, the reason which actually pushes the US yields higher these days. Happily, though, last week saw the sell-off in the US long-term sovereign bonds somehow slow slow down because the US 10-year yield peaked at the 5% level and fell below the psychological level. The US 2-year yield is testing the 5% psychological level to the downside as well. Now, the Federal Reserve is expected to maintain its interest rates unchanged when it meets this week after the European Central Bank decided not to hike its interest rates last week for the very first time since summer 2022. Now the expectation for the Fed's December meeting also remains a no change in the race as well. Appetite for the US dollar remains limited and that despite the strong economic data released last week while safe haven inflows toward the safe haven gold actually gain momentum as Israel intensified its ground attack in Gaza pushing the price of an ounce of gold above the $2,000 per ounce level. On Friday, the yellow metal has recently stepped into the overbought market territory. Yet, the technical indicators don't mean much these days and a further escalation of tensions in the Middle East should keep appetite strong for gold. The next natural target for gold stands near the $20,80 per ounce level, which is the all-time high level. Now, in the energy space, oil prices fell during last week and the US crude is exchanged below the $85 per barrel level. This morning, at the time I'm talking here, Israel bombed targets in neighbouring countries and sent troops and tanks into northern Gaza. But it actually avoids a massive, massive ground invasion, at least for the moment, and expectation for a long battle actually keep appetite in energy prices and energy investments quite limited. This being said, the visibility is obviously low and there is this risk of sudden jumps in function of the news that we will receive and supply disruptions that is possible in the region. I actually expect oil prices to fluctuate between the $80 to $90 range in the next few days. Below the $80 per barrel level, the limited oil supply should keep prices intact, while above the $90 per barrel level, expectation for waning global demand should keep the price pressures content. Now in the equity space, this lack of investor appetite due to the geopolitical tensions and mixed results from big technology companies in the US and also the disappointing results from the big oil companies in the US further weigh on the S&P 500 which fell last week because the index fell in four out of five sessions during last week and retreated more than 2.5% during the course of last week. We are now well below the 200-day moving average and also below the major 38.2% Fibonacci retracement on last year's rally which stands near the 41.80 level in the S&P 500 and which indicates that the index has actually stepped into the medium-term bearish consolidation zone. And even though the RSI indicator is now flashing and warning of Oversold market conditions in this MP500 stocks, which could eventually and temporarily slow down the equity sell off that we see these days. Well, the way for this MP500 stocks is now open for a deeper fall toward the 40 50 level, especially if the earnings don't fully satisfy investors. Now, diving into the earnings season, Microsoft's was actually well last quarter thanks to good, good results and encouraging earnings on the back of. AI. We actually didn't see the same enthusiasm for Google which kind of disappointed investors regarding its growth in its own cloud business which grew only around 22% last quarter which sounds great but it's just not that great compared to a year ago and Microsoft's Azure grew which is more than that. So Meta also announced better results last week but a gloomy outlook from Meta sent the share price lower after uh, the announcement of the results while Amazon saw its revenue triple in the third quarter with strong earnings in the cloud business, advertising units and in the retail business. The share price for Amazon rebounded after approaching its 200-day moving average and closed last Friday's trading session almost 7% higher. But the mixed results and the company shares going up and down on individual news, the gloomy overall outlook and the heating up competition in the AI leave the US investors, especially tech investors a bit disappointed and on the back foot that, combined to a recent rise in the US yields, actually keep the technology heavy Nasdaq index under a decent selling pressure. We could see a further fall in Nasdaq 100 below the 14,000 psychological level and the next important technical support stands a touch below this level which is near the 13,900 level which is the major 38.2% Fibonacci retracement on last year's rally now amd and apple are among the companies that are due to announce their third quarter earnings this week in the big oil well Chevron's profits disappointed due to losses apparently from overseas refining and rising costs at a massive oil field project in central asia exxon mobil on the other hand also announced lower than expected results last quarter combined with a fall in oil prices that we saw during the course of last week well chevron had a bad bad week is the least we could say the stock price fell almost 7% just last friday and more than 15% in the past 10 days exxon mobil on the other hand remained sold below its 200 day moving average on the political front the odds of u.s government shutdown are actually lower uh, thanks to a new house speaker in the u.s that was finally elected but but the US government is still given around 20 to 30% probability to well, stop functioning and we won't be able to avoid that conversation yet again and that could keep appetite in the US dollar limited despite the safe haven demand now besides the federal reserve the bank of japan and the bank of england will also announce their latest monetary policy decisions this week and they are both expected to keep their interest rates unchanged but, but the recent jump in Tokyo, inflation actually keeps investors very, very, very much uncomfortable regarding the Bank of Japan's insistence that is its ultra, ultra loose and ultra, ultra inappropriate monetary policy. This being said, a rise in the dollar-yen above the 150 psychological level still seems little likely with direct intervention from the Japanese authorities expected to cool down any further sell-off in the Japanese yen at the current levels. Elsewhere we will be also watching throughout this week the European inflation numbers which are expected to come in soft and the latest US jobs data which obviously won't impact the Federal Reserve's decision this week but which could obviously change the market expectations for what's to come next in the next Federal Reserve meetings. So this is all for this Monday I'm Ipekos Kardeshke and thank you for joining me today I hope this episode of market talk has been helpful and it has been insightful to you so please do not hesitate to leave your comments your reactions and your questions below as usual and follow us on instagram on x and on linkedin for regular market updates and subscribe of course to our youtube channel for daily market comments and please 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 don't forget to hit the like button on these videos to let us know that you actually enjoy them so i will meet you again tomorrow and until then good day trading